Hi everyone, I'm Ashley Pyle and you're currently listening to episode 3 of season 3 of Humans of James River. In this episode, I'm going to be talking with a friend of mine named Katie Acker who is going to be talking about her experience with grief and how she was able to learn about herself and how she coped with the loss of many different people in her life, um, both before and during quarantine. I hope you are able to take whatever you need from this, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. My name is Katie Acker, and I'm a senior here at James River. Um, I'm also in the Leadership and International Relations Specialty Center. Um, Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience with grief and um, especially this past year and what it has really taught me. Um, I never really experienced that much grief, um, thankfully growing up. Uh, My grandmother did pass away when I was in third grade and that was really hard because um, I was really young and I didn't really understand uh, what was going on. She had cancer and it got really bad Um, and we were really, really close. And so, um, my family, we decided to go up there because she was getting really, really sick. Um, and my sister was six at the time and my two older brothers were there with us as as well. And, um, we went to the hospital and we got there and all the family was there and, um, she was just kind of staying on the same plane of, not doing really, really bad, but not doing really great. Um, So my mom decided that it was a good idea for my cousin to take us back to her house, which was probably a minute away from the hospital. Um, So we all got in the car and I still remember pulling into the driveway and we unloaded everything out of the car and got inside the house and someone called my cousin and said my grandma had just died and I immediately remember feeling sick to my stomach and like I was gonna just like throw up because you know we had just literally had just left her and then she had just died so um we went back to the hospital and we just all sat there as a family together um it was really scary because I was so young and seeing my grandmother on the bed just asleep was really confusing to me because she was there but she was no longer there um so that was a little bit traumatizing um just being there and then coming back and then she's not there anymore so um but my family were um, Polish and the Polish tradition is that when someone passes away, it's more of a celebration of life than grief, um, which was also really hard for me to understand because I was like confused, but also why aren't we all sad? We're all sitting around the table eating and being with each other. Um, so that was really my first experience with losing someone and um, then 
about a year later, my aunt passed away from aggressive breast cancer. Um, and that was really hard too, because my mom wasn't home with us when we found out and my dad was there and he had to tell us. And that was still a lot of emotions. Um, and just being still really confused as to how someone can be fine one minute and then the next minute you get a call that they're gone. Um, but then after that, you know, fourth grade, third grade area, I was lucky enough to bypass a few losses and um, really kind of thankfully had a little bit of a break. Um, but then this past year um, of 2021 was easily the worst year of my life. Um, I, it all started out when New Year's Day, I found out that I had COVID. Um, that was a really scary experience because the virus was so kind of new and um, there were five other people in my house that we had to worry about. Um, and just being totally isolated was just so mentally draining that um, it was it was really, really hard to kind of be like, okay, well, you know, this is going to end hopefully soon. But, you know, just, you know, a few more days, a few more days. Um, but then the day that I was supposed to get out of quarantine, um, my mom also had COVID at the same time. So we were allowed to be next to each other. Um, she called me into her room. So I went across the hall um, and she was on the phone with my dad, which I found kind of odd because usually when I would walk into the room, you know, she would just be doing stuff on her computer or watching TV or something. And here she's on the phone with my dad. Um, and I walk into the room and go to the edge of her bed. And she says to my dad, Chris, that's his name. I'm going to need a little bit of help with this. Starts crying. And immediately I knew deep down something was wrong. Um, my mom then pro proceeds to say that uh, my dance teacher, Tony, had passed away. He had been in the hospital for about a month, just with a weird infection that just got really, really bad quickly. And I had known him uh, for like six and a half years. Um, he had seen me at my best. He had seen me at my worst. He had really aided in my growth, not only as a dancer, but as a person. The day that was supposed to be a happy day because I was finally allowed to leave my room ended up being just one of the worst days ever. Um, I still remember I fell to the ground when my mom told me. Um, and at my studio, we're all really, really close. So it was almost like losing your uncle or your brother or your dad or just someone who you see every single day and you can't imagine not having. Um, but luckily, because of our close-knit dance community, we found comfort in um, staying with each other and just leaning on each other and kind of learning how to 
support one another through grief. Um, it was really interesting to see how we all came together in such a horrible time. And I've made connections with people that I've known for seven years, but on a deeper level and like a different connection because we were each going through the same thing. Um, and we all kind of processed it differently, but yet we were so there for one another and it brought us all super, super close. And um, it kind of taught us that your family are the ones that are gonna pick you up when you're down or the ones that are gonna be there for you when life gets really, really hard. And um, it just was really hard for me because I had just gotten really sick with COVID and then Tony died and he was really, really young. Um, and just, I didn't realize um, all of the things he was gonna miss until they actually happened. So dance competitions, um, doing his dances on stage, um, my high school graduation, being there when I got accepted to college. Um, it was just like a piece of me had almost died because of the connection I had with him and um, kind of learning how to pick myself up and pick the people up around me. And I learned that you don't have to be strong for everyone. You don't have to be strong for yourself because however you process grief is perfectly fine. Like there's no right way, there's no wrong way. It's just learning how to cope. Um, so a week later, um, you know, still really struggling with my grief. Uh, it was a Sunday night and um, I was downstairs folding my laundry and uh, right next to our laundry room, there's our family room. Um, my mom was sitting on the floor playing with the dog and my dad was sitting at his desk working on stuff and my brother was in the kitchen uh, putting the dinner away that we had just eaten. My sister was upstairs and I just hear this scream, just the worst noise I've ever heard in my life, just a, almost like a cry for help. Um, and immediately again, I knew something was wrong. Uh, my sister comes downstairs, she's sobbing. My mom is sobbing. They're holding each other. And I then find out that one of her best friends, um, her brother, 19 years old, passed away. Um, I'm still really trying to come to terms with losing Tony that this was really, really hard. Um, it hit really close to home, being that my brother, one of my brothers was 19 at the time. Um, and that, you know, they're so young. And my sister seeing her so hurt and just kind of broken with that um, 
it was it was a lot to process and trying to be there for her but also trying to still grapple with losing tony was also something really hard that i had to learn to do um and was i was constantly told um just because you're going through something doesn't mean that you don't like you you can't be there for someone and i just always felt like I wasn't, what I was going to say wasn't going to be good enough because I didn't know what to tell myself to kind of get through grief. That like, if I couldn't really understand my grief, then I couldn't help her understand hers. Um, So that was something that I really had to kind of figure out how I could support her, but also still kind of take the step back that, you know, I was still trying to process, still trying to heal. And someone told me, you know, you don't, time doesn't ever heal the loss of a loved one. It's time gives you the time essentially to kind of figure out how you are going to cope and how you're going to kind of process everything and just learn how to pick yourself up. And you're never going to get over losing someone. You're just kind of have to learn how to get through it and navigate it. Um, So my sister and her friends spent a lot of time at our house and I'll be honest, I mean, I didn't really go near them when they were there because again, I didn't know how to help them because I felt so helpless that I was afraid that if I had said something to them that it would, you know, not be good enough or not really make sense to them or, um, you know, still trying to like grasp losing Tony, um, was really hard. So, um, then two weeks later, our really, really close family friend, only 49, uh, he died of aggressive brain cancer. Um, To be honest, I have no recollection of where I was when my parents told me. I just remember my mom being really, really upset. um, And just knowing that, you know, now there are three people in heaven uh, supporting me, being there for me, uh, watching over me and people that I could really kind of have as like, guardian angels, I guess you could say, um, that while they're not here physically on earth, I still can feel them around me. Um, and I'm not really one to, you know, I look for deeper meanings and I look for signs, but I never really started seeing them until after Tony died. And it was really weird how that all happened. Um, just last week, I went to, um, the RVA Dance Awards and Tony won uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award for those who have passed, um, who made great impact on the dance community. And he won Outstanding Hip Hop Choreography, um, which was just amazing because the support from everyone around us, um, whether they knew us, whether they didn't, was just so comforting, even still almost a year later. I was driving home um, and 
I have a playlist made of all the songs Tony used to play us in class, like our warm-ups, our um, songs that we would just dance to, uh, whatever like that. Um, so I put them in a playlist and I actually chose one of the songs he really liked and one of them that we always played for my senior solo this year. So I'm driving home kind of a little bit misty eyed crying and I press shuffle at a red light and my solo song comes on. There's like 25 songs in the playlist and the one song that comes on is my solo song. And then I said out loud, I said, okay, Tony, I see you. Um, I know you're here. And um, occasionally I'll talk out loud and be like, you know, hey, Tony, like I miss you or Hey, Tony, if you're here, like, you know, just give me a little, like, strength or give me a little sign or something like that. Um, and then a few months ago, when I was driving home, again, I was on 288 and um, listening to his playlist and still kind of feeling just really kind of sad that one day. Um, I saw two shooting stars and I was like, okay, hey, Tony, see you. Um, it's just like the little things, I think. Um, and, you know, it could just be a coincidence. It could just be that I'm searching for something that's, you know, just going to randomly show up. But ordinarily, I would say that. But now I actually believe it. Like, I actually know that he's here. I actually feel him. Um, like, when I would start talking about him, I would immediately get chills and, like, that's me knowing he's here and I can feel him with me. And I know a lot of people don't believe in that stuff, but I think after you experience something so traumatic, um, losing three people that were so important to me and so close to me and my family, um, really teaches you the essence of connection to people and connection to um, the things around you because if you start looking for little things, then you might actually find them and you might actually find that, yes, they're gone, but they're actually not gone because they're still with you. Um, and uh, I think one of the hardest things um, this year has also taught me is like losing my grandma when I was in second and third grade, whatever, time frame I didn't understand that because you know I was a teen like young teenager um, but now that I have more of an appreciation for life and an appreciation for those people that are around me and the ones that pick me up and support me and everything like that um, I have been really thinking that like I just wish I could pick up the phone to call my grandma and um just talk to her again because I think I need her more now than I did ever because I'm growing up and um, I'm learning how to deal with life um, as an adult and I'm learning how to navigate through grief and um, all the things that senior year of high school brings to you um, and you know, she would, she would know what to say. And I have no doubt in my mind that, you know, she's obviously still here with me and, um, I still see signs of her, but it's just, 
you know, part of me has to wonder that I think I would benefit more from our relationship and I would have more strength and just being able to kind of push through and all of that if I could talk to her again, especially being older. And I mean, part of me kind of feels guilty that I say that, that I wish, you know, that you were here now rather than back then because, um, you know, I'm, I'm so blessed to have that time with her and blessed to have that relationship with her and blessed to have known her. Um, but I mean, like I said, it, it kind of just makes me wonder because I had this like overwhelming feeling that she would know what to say. Like she would know how to, help me process or what to tell me or just all of those things that I didn't have the words for, but I knew she would. And I just feel so lucky to have so many people around me, my dance teachers, my dance friends, my school friends, my family friends, my family, um, just all support me. Um, I didn't really know how much I was loved until I uh, experienced all of this this past year. And that just makes me even more grateful for human connection. And I never really learned how much I value it until it's no longer there from the people around you. Um, But I guess my advice to anyone who is struggling with a recent loss or still struggling with loss or just kind of scared of losing someone they love is that yeah there may not be here on earth anymore but if you really look you'll see them and I am a firm believer in that because how many times would you see a shooting star or how many times would you shuffle a playlist and then the one song that you have a huge connection to especially this year comes up like It's just so crazy to me that, like, I can still feel them with me. And, you know, obviously I wish more than anything that they were still here. But I know that they're still seeing and experiencing all of my uh, accomplishments and my bad days, my good days um, still with me and um, guiding me along a path that, they know that's best for me. Um, I'm a believer in fate and that you're going to end up where you're going to, you're going to end up and that what's meant to be is going to be, um, which has been really hard for me to kind of grasp because I'm such a planner that I don't want to know, you know, I don't want people to tell me, oh, it's going to end up the way that it's going to end up, but that what's going to happen is you're going to take the path that someone, whoever that someone is, knows is best for you. And you just kind of have to trust that um, the people around you and the people not around you, whether they're in heaven or some other place, um, are going to support you through the path. And that, you um, Grief is very powerful, 
but it's also something that can kind of make you realize that you need to reassess your values, your what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, kind of makes you take a step back from everything and understand that, um, you know, life is tough, but so are you. And, you know, you can, you can kind of get through everything if you have a great support system and you uh, have that feeling still deep inside that the people are there with you. And there are so many resources out there and just people that want you to be better and want you to feel better and want you to heal that you just kind of have to become vulnerable. That's another big thing I learned is that you being vulnerable and you showing who you really are does not make you weak. It makes you human. And that's a really hard thing for um, kids, I think, especially in high school, to show that they're, you know, not going to have a good day every day or that they're going to expose their vulnerability to you. And you just kind of have to, if someone does that to you and um, shows you their true colors, I guess, and they're going through something really tough, just support them in that and just kind of be there for them. And um, I would say finally, like, just tell the people around you that you love them because I would do anything to talk to three people I lost again. I would do anything to give Tony a hug again. Um, And just know that you're loved and that what you're going through and your feelings and all of that are valid. And don't let anyone tell you that you have to heal a certain way because the way that you decide to cope and to process and to heal is perfectly fine because everyone does it differently. So I would like to give a huge thank you to Katie Acker for being willing to come on the podcast and talk about her story and share her experience with everybody um, and be vulnerable in ways that I know can be really difficult sometimes. And I'd also like to thank everyone who listened to this episode. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it and I'll see y'all in the next couple of weeks. Mm